Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Yes, we are on the air right now. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I'm Jada Williams, your host for today, and NAPWIC Talks radio podcast chair. It gives me great pleasure to be in the studio this morning. I have to ask you, just like the commercial just said, to please follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, or, you know what, just head over to our website at www.nabwic.org and engage with us. Yes, check out our calendars. Check out all the different committees and activities that we have going on in NABWIC world. But most of all, please don't forget to click that Join Now button. I know you guys have been asking if you want the quickest way to become one of our newest NAVWIC members and to get shirted at our next event, you definitely need to go to our website, click the Join Now button, go through that process, and yes, our National Membership Committee chairs and participants will reach out to you and welcome you in the NABWIC clan. So this is a very exciting morning. Can't wait to get the show started. We also have in the studio this morning no other than the master builder herself, Miss Ann McNeil, building better lives for your life, your business, and all of the above. We also have Miss Ursula Odom of Sula 2 and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? Jada, 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 I tell you all the time, yes, if I were any better, I'd be you. And, Jada, we just had a phenomenal, a phenomenal annual meeting in Raleigh, North Carolina on last week, uh, the 19th, 20th, and 21st of January 2022. And as the voice of this industry, our voice was loud and clear as we participated with the North Carolina Secretary of Transportation, Eric Boyette, during his summit for 2022 in Raleigh. And we had our red shirts. We worked the room. We made sure we let everybody know 
that we are starting a chapter in Raleigh, North Carolina. We handed out our information. We sat through workshops, seminars, and to our surprise, the man kept his word. Yes, we were surprised. When he was on this program, Jada, uh, the secretary, Eric Breyer, said he would visit our booth, and he did. He visited our booth while his program was going on, and everybody was upstairs in his session comments. He went straight downstairs to the Maverick booth and took pictures with our vice president, Ms. Tylene Henry. And so he really expressed in so many different ways um, his commitment to us. And this show that our listeners are going to listen to today is another example of that. But also our U.S. DOT secretary brought us greetings, Jada, everybody, during our billion-dollar luncheon, and it was simply phenomenal. The U.S. Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, said some encouraging words that let the world know that during his tenure and his administration for the Department of Transportation nationally, they are committed to this organization, Jada. And so I tell you, there's no better time to be a black woman in construction other than right now. But today we're going to hear a presentation from my Sarah, yes, my Sarah, Miss Ebony Sidman. And so I am just so excited, Jada, and like I tell you all the time, let's get this party started. Yes, indeed. Let's get this party started, Miss. And you can just feel the passion and the love and the energy that's moving around. And, yes, it's a great thing to be a black woman. Well, that's all I know. I've been a black woman all my life, Miss Ann. So it's just beautiful <laughs> to be on center stage in the business construction industry realm. Well, guess what? We're going to take a quick commercial break. Come back, listen in to some NABWIC news that you can absolutely use, and, yes, get right into those comments from um, Secretary Ebony Pittman and Secretary Boudigier. Detroit Voltage. We keep the lights on. We power Detroit. Master electrician, electrical contractor, minority owned, black owned, woman owned. Your safety and satisfaction is our main priority. Residential, commercial, federal. Safety, time, and expertise. Bonded and insured. Contact us. Detroit Voltage. 1-800-258-1352. Info at DetroitVoltage.com. www.DetroitVoltage.com. And we're back with some NABWIC news that you could absolutely use. This morning is sponsored by KAW Consulting, LLC. This morning's NABWIC news, look out for us in April. We have our Hard Hats and Hills event that will be going on in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
That is in April. You can check us out on Eventbrite and, of course, our website. Also, just the FYI, March is the month where NAVWIC will be doing some additional traveling that we've added to our national event schedule. So we will be in Chicago and New York, so you might want to check us out, check out some of our leadership um, at these different speaking events. And, of course, in NAVWIC world, for the members, please go to your chapter, President's chapter email, stay connected and register for your monthly chapter or area meetings. I'm a part of South Florida. This is a great example for you guys. If you want to join us at our next South Florida chapter meeting, we meet on the first Saturdays, and this next meeting will be coming up on February 5th. Thank you so much for today's NABWIC News, sponsorship by KAW Consulting LLC, which is a small business certification and document controls. If you want more information to utilize those services, please reach out to Carrie Williams at 203-424-4377. Okay, moving the show right along. So NABWIC Talks, this morning we are going to be listening in to comments from U.S. Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, as Ms. Ann mentioned, and Ms. Ebony Pittman, Deputy Secretary, North Carolina Department of Transportation. In these different segments, please listen in to NAPWIC's billion-dollar luncheon and transportation opportunities because NAPWIC talks. This is the platform for billion-dollar conversations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. It has been a phenomenal ride opportunity for this organization, and many of you may not know that we have had a relationship with USDOT secretaries for the last five sitting secretaries. And this has been a great opportunity for our members to connect at all different levels. But today, Secretary Pete Buttigieg, U.S. U.S. Secretary of Transportation um, has graced us with a few words. He took office in January 2021 as the 19th U.S. Secretary of Transportation. Prior to joining the Biden-Harris administration, Mm -hmm. Secretary Buttigieg served two terms as mayor of his hometown of South Bend, Indiana a graduate of Howard, excuse me, a graduate of Harvard University and Rhodes Scholar at Oxford. Buttigieg served for seven years as an officer in the U.S. Navy Reserve, taking a leave of absence from the mayor's office for a diplomatic assignment in Afghanistan in 2014. I want to Welcome the secretary comments, and I want to indulge all of you to just take one moment and also join me as we listen to these greetings. Thank you. Thank you, Ann, for that introduction, and I want to thank the National Association of Black Women in Construction for inviting me to speak with you today. For 30 years, this organization has been a powerful force and tireless advocate for black women in construction. And as we in the Biden-Harris administration continue working to build a better America, 
it's important to acknowledge that your members are the ones who have done and will continue to do so much of the actual literal building. Transportation has always also been a battleground for civil rights, and black women have always been at the vanguard, from Claudette Colvin and Rosa Parks to leaders tackling the challenges of this moment. There's still a lot of work to be done. Our trains and buses are no longer segregated by law as they were at the time of the Montgomery bus boycott, but we still live with the implications and consequences of projects that overlooked, or worse, intentionally divided or destroyed black and brown communities. At the Department of Transportation, we are committed to addressing these historic harms and making sure that transportation actually and always connects rather than divides. And now we have the chance to make generational investments in transportation, jobs, and equity thanks to the President's bipartisan infrastructure law. This law marks the largest investment in good-paying American jobs in my lifetime. We're talking about jobs laying new train tracks, making our roads and bridges more resilient, expanding transit systems, building new electric vehicle chargers, and more jobs for your members and your future members. Let's be honest, for this bill to meet its potential, we must make sure that the opportunities reach the communities that need them the most. And this means engaging women and minority-owned small businesses to help bring these new projects to life. That's why we have been working hard at the President's direction to ensure that such businesses get a fair share of contracts supported by DOT funding. And I believe that we have a responsibility not only to better utilize the MBE and DBE and WBE business community that is out there, but to proactively use this opportunity to encourage capacity building and to foster growth in that community. Our Office of Small and Disadvantaged Business Utilization is working to make this happen. We have resources such as our Bond Education and Access to Capital programs, our Master Capacity Building Series, and our Small Business Transportation Resource Centers. So please encourage your members to reach out so that we can make sure that they have the technical assistance and the guidance that they need. Meanwhile, our, department, our Departmental Office of Civil Rights is working on a notice of proposed rulemaking to modernize and strengthen our DBE programs even further. We're planning to publish that proposal in the spring, and we're looking forward to hearing your feedback once we do. We've restarted our local hire program, and we're being explicit about the role of equity and climate justice in the criteria associated with many of our largest grant programs to help ensure that the infrastructure law and the funding it has opened up create jobs equitably. That includes our popular RAISE program, which is larger than ever now thanks to this infrastructure law and now includes a specific focus on workforce development. And we're working with the Department of Labor to create a better pipeline for women and people of color to find jobs in construction. Apprenticeship programs can be tremendous ladders of opportunity, but only if people have access to them and if these industries are welcoming to women and people of color in the first place. You can keep an eye out for more information on this later this month. Done right, we know that transportation policy can be a powerful tool to lift people up, to create jobs in black communities, to build generational wealth for the future. Last year, I visited construction sites at the Atlanta International Airport, which is such an important historical example 
because the construction of Atlanta's airport helped create a thriving black middle class in that community when leaders made sure that communities of color had a seat at the table when it came time to award those contracts that built the airport. This infrastructure law is our generation's chance to create these kinds of opportunities at a national level. And with your partnership and your leadership, I believe that we can make sure these opportunities truly reach everyone. So thank you for the work that you are doing and all the work that you will do building our future in the months and years ahead. Thank you again, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this gathering. So we are so honored to have those words. So with a virtual hand clap, if you're not able to take your hands and clap them together, snap a finger or two, we want to just thank him for making it very clear that it is time for black women to be a part of this process. It's time for women to be a part of this process. And the result affluent communities, as we've seen with the explanation of Atlanta, when we're brought to the table, small businesses get to play a role in building solid communities and solid income for their families. And now I have the honor to introduce one of my newer friends. I'd like to bring forward Ms. Dane Walker of 1012 Consulting. Please join us and present in presenting our new, our first speaker. We are esteemed to have North Carolina Department of Transportation Deputy Secretary Ebony J. Pittman with us today. As Deputy Secretary of Business Administration, Ms. Pittman directs the North Carolina Department of Transportation's Office of Civil Rights, the Office of Historically Black Colleges and Universities Outreach, and oversees purchasing and facilities management. As a 16-year veteran of the North Carolina Department of Justice, Ms. Pittman provided legal support to North Carolina DOT on a wide range of transportation issues related to the use of highway right-of-way, state contracting and procurement, and personnel matters. Most recently, Ms. Pittman provided legal support to the North Carolina Turnpike Authority. Ms. Pittman earned a Bachelor's of Arts degree from North Carolina A&T State University and a law degree from North Carolina Central University School of Law. Attorney Pittman, the members and guests of NABWIC welcomes you today. Thank you so much. It is so great to be with you all today. Thank you for the invitation. Um, I am honored, I'm very honored to be a part of your annual meeting and all that you all have going on for you um, at this moment. Next slide, please, Tylene. So as the introduction said, I am the Deputy Secretary for Business Administration, and I have the honor of working with two areas that I know are extremely important to you all, and that is the Office of Civil Rights as well as the Office of HBCU Outreach. As I talked to um, Tylene and Ms. McNeil, we have already recognized that there are several opportunities for collaboration um, between these two offices and the work that you all do. Our mission and vision, they're aligned, and so we definitely see an opportunity for continued partnership. Our program here at DOT 
it spans all facets of transportation. We maintain the second largest road system in the nation, including 18,000 bridges and culverts. We oversee aviation, ferries, rail, bike and pedestrian, the division of motor vehicles, and so much more, including the Turnpike Authority and the Ports Authority. The Secretary and his leadership team are committed to making NCDOT one of the best agencies in the nation. And we know that this starts with having good partners, like the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Next slide, please. One of our chief priorities is to encourage equity, diversity, and the elimination of disparity in the transportation industry. This includes our agency's workforce development programs and our efforts to attract more diverse contractors to work with us. We need a workforce that represents our population. And also, we need to do a better job to ensure that small, women-owned, and minority-owned businesses are aware of the many transportation contracting opportunities available across North Carolina. We can and we will do better, and we are already making great progress in both areas. But change cannot happen overnight, and we understand that it will take a lot of hard work. Let me start by telling you about a topic I know that many of you are interested in, and that's how do small, women-owned, and minority-owned businesses take advantage of the many contracting opportunities we have in North Carolina. NCBOT has been intentional in our efforts to reach out to disadvantaged business enterprises so that we can work to end some of these disparities. I'll tell you more about those efforts in a moment. Our current 10-year transportation improvement program is projected to be over $25 billion. We have many large multi-million dollar construction projects, NC540 in the Raleigh area and I-485 in Charlotte are just two examples. These represent huge job and economic opportunities for our business community. But we also have numerous contracts available for businesses of all sizes, big and small. That includes road construction and maintenance, landscaping, painting, striping, litter pickup, mowing, traffic control, dead animal removal, and as you've seen on the national news last week, snow and ice removal. These contracts tend to be smaller in scope, but may be of interest to small and medium-sized firms. There are also contracts that provide opportunities to do work as a subcontractor. We are in great need of contractors ready, willing, and able to work with us. So the first step is that people know the opportunities that are out there and are willing to join us. We maintain a list of our construction projects that we'll be working on over the next 12 months online on our Connect website. 
Second, we have different levels of contracting based on your business goals, including a specialized program for small businesses only. So how do you get started? It's really simple. First, you must be pre-qualified to work with NCDOT. To get started, you can visit our connectdot.gov website and fill out an online application to get pre-qualified. You can also reach out to us by phone or by email. Go to our main website, again, ncdot.gov, and hit the contact button. Check our directory and reach out to staff in our Office of Civil Rights or any of our 14 highway divisions. They will be happy to help. In 2021, we were more intentional about our collaboration both within our department and how we proactively reached minority and women-owned businesses. And that's going to continue in 2022. Our Office of Civil Rights the Division of Highways, Modes, DMV, and our procurement teams have never worked as closely as they have in 2021 to encourage DBE participation and ensure access for the businesses to complete on these contracts. At this time, recently we launched a series of workshops for DBEs to come meet our staff and, and learn how to do business with us. In June and again in, in September, we invited small minority and women-owned businesses to come to DOT offices, meet with our staff, and learn about contracting opportunities available at our agency. When division staff came up with the idea for the DBE outreach event, Staff with our Office of Civil Rights were excited to support these efforts, which have never been done before. This is a statement of commitment from the department throughout the organization. We have and continue to see success in these areas. More than 260 people from 150 firms attended the DBE outreach meetings across all 14 highway divisions statewide. Our next round of DBE workshops started last week, and we're scheduled to, for more DBE workshops January the 29th and February 5th across the state. If you would like to participate in any of these events, visit our website, ncdot.gov, and type DBE in the search bar. You'll find more information about these workshops and how you can get involved. We've worked hard to ensure firms like yours are aware of how to work with our agency, and we have helped them become certified and pre-qualified to do business with us. In addition, we have been sponsoring Highway Construction Trade Academies, hosted by community-based organizations around the state to train and place minorities and women into employment. These efforts demonstrate our renewed commitment to grow the number of DBEs we work with, increase the capacity of firms we already do business with, and ensure these businesses are resilient enough to handle whatever challenges come their way. 
As I mentioned earlier, we are also making efforts to increase diversity among our workforce at NCDOT. We have significantly increased our capabilities to recruit qualified, diverse candidates to help our team advance smart transportation. Some of the ways we do this is through our Human Resources Unit and our partnership with historically black colleges and universities. NCDOT's Enhanced Recruitment Program has built one of the most powerful recruitment platforms in state government. This program helps NCDOT compete with the private sector in the war for talent. We are also recruiting diverse talent through the Office of HBCU Outreach. This robust program offers opportunities for North Carolina HBCU students looking for an internship so that they can start a career in the transportation industry or public administration or civil rights. To continue being recognized as a leader in North Carolina state government in the areas of diversity, equity, and inclusion, we must level the playing field. And under Secretary Boyette's leadership, we are working hard to do so. We are also looking for new ideas, partnerships, and collaboration with groups like yours. It's very important to keep up with transportation innovation. We know that leveling the playing field for everyone makes our organization better, and you can help us with our work. Please let your friends and colleagues know about the North Carolina Department of Transportation and all the opportunities available. We look forward to continuing our partnership. And again, thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time today. And I can take any questions. Uh, as a consultant to the FAA, my question to her is, who is the liaison person for contractors to come to them uh, in order to get the disparity contracts that don't have to go through an RSVP where you just like with the FAA, you just I literally can walk you in there and they got people that will help you navigate through uh, the system and, and sign you up. Uh, so Indian women, blacks, uh, Hispanics, uh, and veterans. Uh, uh, no, not Hispanics, uh, veterans and handicapped. Uh, literally get contracts without even having to go through the, the battle and fight. And I'm glad you mentioned the salt removal and those things, because sometimes mm -hmm. people don't look at those as, as lucrative contracts. And sometimes we have to do uh, what is necessary to move forward with uh, waiting for the next uh, contract. So my uh, straight question is, who is the person in your agency that uh, navigates people to get right to the, uh, uh, the non-RSVP uh, uh, contracts for the government uh, set aside? Yes, yeah, so that's going to be our Office of Civil Rights. And if you go online um, to our DOT website and search for the Office of Civil Rights, they will be able to get you the information that you need regarding those particular contracts. And to your point regarding the different types of contracts, I think that's what we have to keep in the forefront of our minds. As we navigate through this pandemic, we know that things are changing around us daily. And so we've got to think outside of the box in terms of what the contract opportunities are now. And so 
that's what we mean when we say innovation. Oftentimes, when you think of innovation, you think of technology, and that is one part of it, but there's also innovation in the way we think about things. And so we're being very intentional of exploring what are the different types of opportunities in terms of contract opportunities um, that minority and small firms qualify for and that will be a good fit for you. So please reach out to our Office of Civil Rights. Like I said, we've got plenty of outreach opportunities coming up just so you can have some conversations around what those different types of contract opportunities look like. So we have room for one more. I don't really want to, um, so just contact her. We wanted to be mindful of our time. But we can take one more question. I think I see a Monique Young. Uh, if you have a, a question, and then we'll uh, move on in our program. But just by all means, contact their office, as she has indicated. One more question, Monique Young, please. Yes, ma'am. Um, good morning. Thank you so much, Ms. Pittman, for speaking with us. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with your um, business development group, um, Lisa Wilson, and there was someone else that helped me recently during a Christmas holiday, so um, thank you so much for what you do. Uh, one of the things that we're so excited with this infrastructure bill and the opportunity for companies that look like my, uh, us, me, um, but um, one of the things that poses as a challenge for firms like us is, one, what do we, I mean, what's the process to address if there's like a dispute between the general contractor and the subcontractor, which leaves in um, holds on payment? And I think mm-hmm. once we kind of understand that process, your, your participation would definitely go up. I, I'm quite sure. Okay. So to answer that question, I'm going to again direct you to the Office of Civil Rights because the Office of Civil Rights is your advocate. So they will help you to navigate through those issues that you have with the prime contractors, with division offices, they will be your advocate and help to navigate you through those prompt payment type issues. That's what they're there for. So I would encourage you to reach out to the Office of Civil Rights for that as well. Thank you, ma'am. Sure. And thank you so much. Let's give another round of applause for Ms. Ebony Pittman for joining us, taking time today. She's giving you good directions and Thank you so much for joining us. I know things are busy here in this area. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.